What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 168. The reason why I am posting this on a Saturday is because I really want to try and post a uh, basics with kr episode tomorrow and uh, you know that that gives you one entire day before the markets actually open to listen to this episode and uh, honestly it it becomes a bit unfair on my side to expect you to listen to these uh, you know daily updates on sunday night which is when i typically end up recording them which is why this earlier episode So without any further ado let us get started. All right so starting with the snapshot here I am looking at NSE's website market data and uh, you've got the market snapshot in that once again I'm just letting you know that this is where I'm getting my data from cuz I just tend to uh, breeze through all of these things very skim reading kind of thing and if you want further information on these things you can always check the website so we are seeing a fairly positive day actually um on friday it's 273 points up for nifty at 9266 and uh, the high for the day was just about 9300 which is pretty decent we are seeing uh, a net seller day for the fi's and the di's but then uh, the adr is still pretty strong at 3.14 that reminds me of pi uh, but the broad market indices show us that the best performers were the small caps followed by the mid caps followed by the large caps which means that once again the small caps and the mid caps are the best performers out of the lot uh what was also the best performer this time was financial services and specifically private banking psu banking was lagging behind private banking financial services auto and uh, bank nifty as a whole really well, a really nice performance nifty pharma saw a mild correction i'm assuming that this is at least partially because of profit booking uh because pharma did rally quite a lot on the hydroxychloroquine news and we are seeing once again the other indices being relatively uh you know where they were uh but all things considered some very very strong moves that we saw Uh now we also typically talk about the highs and the lows and the price band hitters the price band hitters are the circuits for the day there were a lot of circuits and uh very uh very you know well known stocks hit their circuits such as ICICI bank which is one that i was observing very very closely and venkis i think hit its circuit as well i think eclerks as well so uh, quite a few circuits here we are seeing biocon sipla dr reddy labs nestle india ruchi soya and sanofi hitting their 52 week highs and zero 52 week lows above 20 rupees so securities above 20 rupees none of them hit their 52 week low which is an extremely positive sign in my opinion especially when we consider that some some stocks like adani ports acc apollo tire and so on were absolutely getting annihilated in the markets you know making low after low after low after low thankfully that is not the case this time 
a few bulk deals uh, eyeball housing finance specifically is one of the major ones we've seen this a lot here so eyeball housing finance of course has been doing exceptionally well these past few days bulk deal there we are seeing idea bulk deal uh, this is once again um, not not really a, uh, your individual retail player these are the bigger players typically capital market companies and so on uh, we are seeing a few uh, you know lesser known stocks here as well which i'll, which I'll just uh, you know uh, not talk about because it really doesn't make a lot of sense talking about those it looks like there is an open short on HUL, so that's something to consider. I was just having a conversation with one of my friends that, um, you know, is HUL good for a short? Because a lot of indicators are, you know, indicating towards an HUL short uh, view. I haven't checked HUL yet, so I can't really comment on that. Uh, but, you know, apparently all those short bearish indicators are not really um, you know, give, giving the accurate signal because, of course, it's been fairly decent performing so far uh, talking about oil though we are looking at wti falling below 20 per barrel it's down 8.05 percent at 18.27 dollars per barrel brent crude is at 28.08 which is up 0.93 percent so all things considered not really a positive day for crude either and once again it slipped below 20 dollars now uh, there is a lot of chatter and there was a lot of chatter as well, uh, which was saying that uh, there's a chance we see $10 per barrel and, barrel and so on. If that is going to happen in this coming week or not, I'm not quite sure because oil typically is extremely volatile and it probably will not just, uh, you know, uh, follow the very first piece of news there is. There, there's, there are a lot of things which go into it. I'm also seeing a breaking news and I'll narrate it as is. Mexico's offshore oil investment set to plunge despite government pledges. That's not really a very reassuring sign. It basically means uh, quite possibly that, uh, you know, the offshore oil, uh, the offshore oil um, you know, what do you say, the exploration and so on is possibly going to reduce, which is a good sign if you talk about the supply side. But it's a bad sign because it shows that the market confidence is not too good for oil, which is not a very reassuring sign for investors. USD INR, it is back to those 76.3 levels, uh, which we had spoken about earlier. And it, it's still that, that gap that's there is still intact. In fact, if it does continue trading above around 76.1 to 76.2 or so, around that range if it does sustain that range then there's a very good chance that we see it above 76.50 once again uh, but for now though it's at 76.3 it's down 0.7 percent uh, now talking about some of the global markets they were all very positive on friday and i'm getting once again just friday's information here all of them positive except for sgx nifty which appears to be open right now it's at 9282 down 27 points, so not that much. Uh, the other indices, whether you're talking about US, European, Asian markets, they are all in the green, which is a good sign. Uh, but then again, you know, Monday, this, uh, these Asian markets are probably not going to dictate Monday's open as much. It's, it's probably just going to be SGX Nifty combined with the general news sentiment that there is. Uh, speaking about news sentiment and other, you know, uh, similar sentiment uh, moving and motivating events HDFC Bank posted an amazing Q4 result 
Uh, but this but this is very fair, I feel, because the real brunt of COVID-19 is really felt in Q1 2020, if we think about it, financially speaking. Then uh, by that logic, there is a very good chance that in the next quarter, so Q1 earnings, we will see some very iffy and we will see some very negative uh, earning re reports in that case. So this is probably just very standard, you know, it's, it's very likely that uh, companies might not show their worst earnings in the Q4. They might, it, it might still go on and on because of course this is not a very temporary change that has happened. All right, so talking about the analysis part, specifically the index analysis, uh, I'm looking at Nifty's 10 minute chart. I am also looking at Nifty's weekly chart this time because the daily chart is just hanging in the middle of somewhere uh, between uh, you know, resistances and supports. So Nifty daily chart really kind of indecisive and kind of unremarkable in my opinion. The intraday chart of Friday, we are seeing it taking massive resistance from the R3 level opening at a gap up of about 300 points, which is very strong of course. The open for the day was the day's high at uh, 9324. The R3 level was at 9322. It fell very sharply from there and it took support at the uh, day before yesterday's uh, open or like the, the opening candles closing price was where it took support here. Uh, in fact, day before yesterday was also a kind of a CIP right around that price. So it will make a lot more sense if you look at the chart. Uh, but day before yesterday's levels are what really helped uh, give support to today, uh, partially at least. And this is what we've been talking about a lot, that previous day candle CIPs and such are really going to, uh, you know, dictate the price and support zones and such on, you know, the day of trading. So we can fully expect Monday to sort of have uh, Monday's price levels to sort of be dictated by the previous candles and the by, by the previous CIPs and so on that we have seen. If you haven't figured out, figured that out already, then please observe the previous levels as well because it's really important. Uh, we are seeing almost a U-shaped pattern on the intraday chart or a W-shaped one, depending on what kind of time frame you're looking at it. Uh, but it ended up falling right down to R1 and then it took support and then it obviously uh, the 50 MA helped a lot and then it sort of made an almost complete recovery. Uh, but that's that's what we saw. So a very good support given by R3, given by those 9,000 levels. The, the low for the day was 9,091, which means that 9,100 levels also uh, Nifty seems to be comfortable at, which is a good sign. If you are a bull, if you are a bear, then, uh, well, there's still hope possibly. Uh, because that hope is can be seen on the weekly chart at 9582 there is a massive gap that's there and when there's a massive gap 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 that is there we can be fairly uh, fairly confident that it is possibly going to act as a resistance right now the momentum is not that high on the weekly chart it is below 40 on uh, the daily chart it is under 50 which means that the momentum is still not as high as it uh, could be in order to just breeze past this resistance. Uh, but if it continues to be around this level, you know, the momentum, uh, then it's it's quite likely that 9580, uh, 9600, approximately that 
price level might act as a very strong resistance on the weekly time frame so in this give in this coming week it's possible that it goes above 9600 but the week closing is likely to be below 9600 if that resistance is to be uh, is is to be respected so that's my take on that that you know if it even goes up then 9582 is approximately where I, I i would have my sort of site set uh on the downside i'm looking at around 8900 or so being a very important uh, price level so is 8990 uh because you know 9k retest 8990 or so it, i really should take support so those are the levels that i have on my radar uh now bank nifty is showing a very different sign on the on the weekly chart it's already cleared that gap that was there and now the next resistance for bank nifty is at 21477 it's a very clear resistance uh, but right around 21000 there is another cip which is there back in 2014 so there are a few resistance levels sure uh, but then that is where the major one is at major recent one is at bank nifty of course was much more positive than nifty uh, obviously because you know private banks were so positive on friday uh, now let's move to my trade so my trade for the day and my only trade for the day was shorting hdfc the basis for that is that you can you're it's it's just easy to look at the candle look at the chart and you'll understand um it was a very interesting candle first two candles if you can see on the 10 minute chart then you will understand why i shorted it uh, and if you zoom out you'll understand even more why i shorted it and what my stop losses and so on were uh, so i shorted it and it turns out rbi's press con was there at uh, 11 a.m or 10 a.m 10 a.m so uh, I, I i was really thinking that hey you know i should probably just hold uh, on to it and see what happens during the press con the other side of me was saying that you know it doesn't matter if the position reverses then you're going to go from a gain to a loss uh, but then the first part one my first side one which meant that i held on the position as a result i was able to squeeze out a bit more than what i could earlier uh, had i held on to it even longer then i would have made a, a pretty good roi a really nice roi but then i'm very happy with this as well this was around a 16 percent roi gross and around a 12 to 15 percent roi net which is a very good thing i feel especially because last week has been very rough and this week so far uh, i'm saying so far but i'm just you know in in the flow of it so this that the the previous week has been relatively kinder than the week before that and that's all that matters you know as long as you're not making a lot of losses and so on that's that's the entire point of this game right so uh, that was the trade basis that was the only trade that i took uh, once again once i hit my limit once i hit my target i'm out uh, because typically what happens is that when i used to re-enter into positions sure it was likely that i got out with more than and uh, with more profit in my wallet but then there's also that chance that you end up losing those gains entirely and right now i really don't want to lose any gains which is why uh, i'm just just focusing on that target and once it's hit i'm out for the day so that was my only trade for the day and i realized that i did not really speak about what my view on nifty is right now so my view on nifty and my view on bank nifty are very neutral even more so because results are uh, results are there so 
that also means that these sentiment factors and these uh, pure you know earnings and reports and all those things are going to dictate how the market moves also which really makes it very hard to decisively say what will happen and what might not happen and so on so i'm i'm not really sure what my view is but then again i already told you guys that 9582 uh, is where a major resistance is at if that is breached then of course it is likely that it can continue rising if that is not breached then very very clearly we already know the supports um, down below so that's my take on the market as a whole. Those were my trades. And uh, my lesson for today is very similar to what was there on Thursday. Just be patient. Make sure that uh, you know you are not too influenced and you are not too affected by the initial few moves that happen when you take a trade. Because it's, it's very likely that your trade might reverse for a bit. You might see the prices going very, very high after you short. Or you might see the prices going very, very low after you long. But if you've got well-defined stop losses and if you've got well-defined targets and if you can stick to them very clearly and very uh, in a very disciplined manner, then you're going to be golden. So that's my take on that as well. And with that, that's it for this episode. I hope you found this helpful and informative and I hope you, uh, you know, got something out of this. That's it for this one. See you in the next. Happy trading on Monday.